0: Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Al, and it's great to have you with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the One Year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is March 1st, and our reading is from Mark chapter 10. Here's what Mark says. One day, some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could touch and bless them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. When Jesus saw what was happening, he was angry with his disciples. He said to them, "'Let the children come to me. Don't stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children.'" I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Then he took the children in his arms and placed his hands on their heads and blessed them. As Jesus was starting out on his way to Jerusalem, a man came running up to him, knelt down and asked, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus asked. Only God is truly good, but to answer your question... You know the commandments. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. You must not cheat anyone. Honor your father and mother. Teacher, the man replied, I've obeyed all these commandments since I was young. Looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. There is still one thing you haven't done, he told him. "'Go and sell all your possessions "'and give the money to the poor, "'and you'll have treasure in heaven. "'Then come follow me.' "'At this the man's face fell, "'and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. "'Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, "'How hard it is for the rich "'to enter the kingdom of heaven.' This amazed them, but Jesus said again, Dear children, it is very hard to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astounded. Then who in the world can be saved, they asked. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with God. Everything is possible with God. In this story, Jesus is contrasting the way a child approaches God and the way the rich, the powerful would approach God. Now, if you remember from yesterday's reading, Jesus has already taught the disciples to stay open-hearted to those who are most vulnerable, those who are needy. And when this child comes, they immediately try to shoo the child away. Jesus is angry because he's just taught them to handle their power and authority and this popularity differently, to stay open to those children. And then he helps them to understand a very important principle, that entrance into the kingdom. For the kingdom of God to grow and transform our lives, it requires dependence. Now, Jesus points to this little child and he says, unless you become like this child, you'll never inherit the kingdom. In other words, if you don't realize that before God, you are spiritually bankrupt, that salvation, a relationship with God, entrance in the kingdom for you is impossible. Therefore, you have to come to God in humility, in brokenness, in dependence, and receive by faith the generous gift of God. Then this rich young man runs up to Jesus and he asks, what do I have to do to attain eternal life? For this rich man, he believes eternal life, salvation is like everything else in this world, something he can earn, something he can acquire, something he can work for. And he's willing to pay the price. In fact, maybe he should have just said to Jesus, name your price. But Jesus is trying to help him to understand, you have to become like this child. You have to recognize that despite your success, despite your wealth, despite all your influence and popularity and connections, none of that does you any good in the kingdom of God. It won't get you in. The only way to have entrance into God's kingdom is to recognize you are bankrupt, not financially, but spiritually and totally in need of God's grace. So Jesus tries to point this out to the man. He gives him a list of the commandments taken from the Ten Commandments, assuming that this would help the young man to see the brokenness, the sin in his own life. (laughs) but he does not get it at all. In fact, he says to Jesus, I've kept these commandments my whole life, which certainly wasn't true. None of us have kept all the commandments all of our life. He doesn't get it. And so Jesus puts his finger right on the root issue in his life. You are so successful. You are so prosperous. You have so much money and security. You don't see your need for God. So Jesus says, here's what you need to do. Go sell everything you have. Become like this child, totally dependent again, and then you'll find eternal life. Now, Jesus in this passage isn't telling everybody to sell everything that they have, but what Jesus is telling everybody in this passage, if you're gonna have eternal life and if the kingdom of God is going to grow in your heart, You must recognize your spiritual bankruptcy. You must come to him like a child in total dependence and receive by faith the gift of eternal life, the gift of his presence, the gift of his redeeming work and transformation in your life. And it requires dependence. Boy, it's hard for the rich. It's hard for successful people. It's hard for Americans to see their need, their desperation for God. But Jesus says, this is the key to entrance in the kingdom. And it's the key to the kingdom growing and transforming your life from the inside out. So let's take a minute and pray and ask Jesus to help us humble ourselves and admit our need, our dependence on God. Dear Jesus, we are so grateful that you loved us enough to come to rescue us. But God, in this journey of faith, somewhere along the way, we have to realize our own spiritual bankruptcy, that without you, we are nothing and to cry out to you for mercy and grace, not only for salvation and forgiveness, eternal life, but also for all the circumstances in our life where really we're over our head and we need you to work in us, through us, and around us to see your kingdom established so that we could experience abundant, blessed life. So Jesus, we humble ourselves like little children, and we declare we need you today. God, we thank you for your presence. We thank you that we can begin our day in your presence and live our day in your presence. So God, I pray for every person listening that throughout this day, God, that you would be with them, that you would help them open their eyes to see what you see, to feel what you feel. God, we invite your spirit to work in us and through us, and around us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. It's so good to begin our day with Jesus and to live our day in his presence. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. I look forward to being with you again tomorrow.